This month, our podcast is brought to you by Jay Brooks Coffee Roasters in Memphis, Tennessee. You know by now how much I love coffee, and Jay Brooks has a special place in my heart. True North is their original signature blend. Its name points to Jesus Christ, who they say is the real owner of this company. The name reminds us that we are guided by unwavering integrity and clarity of purpose directed by our Lord. The name derives from the world of orienteering, finding your way across terrain with a map and a compass. In order to stay on course and avoid getting lost, the compass must remain oriented toward true north to avoid getting off track by the pull of the compass toward magnetic north. When trekking in the backcountry, the alignment of the compass with true north must be regularly calibrated multiple times along the path in order to stay on course. Did you know that? I love learning new things. Just as the pull of magnetic north can get a hiker off track and eventually lost, so the pull of the world can also affect each one of us. If we're not careful to constantly calibrate ourselves, our spirits, ethics, morals, decisions, with our perfect standard in Jesus, we'll slowly but surely lose our way and end up somewhere we don't want to be. It's in these moments when it's especially important to create some breathing room and ask, how's all that working for you? Jaybrook's Coffee Roasters offers True North as a perfectly balanced cup that reminds us to remain centered in the one who is perfect to orient our lives every day. And hopefully we'll savor a cup that infuses a bit of tasty delight along the way. To order this signature blend for yourself and learn more about Jay Brooks, click the link in the show notes or visit jbrookscoffeeroasters.com. That's the letter J, brookscoffeeroasters.com. You are officially invited to create some breathing room. This is the absolute best podcast to find the strategies, resources, and motivation you need to stop drowning in overwhelm break free from hustle culture, and live out your God-given purpose. I'm your host, Rachel Baker, and girl, I've been there, done that. It is my God-given purpose to help you find space for an intentional life so you can confidently live in those strengths, skills, and passions that light you up and serve others. I know you are ready to create some breathing room, so let's do it together. Welcome to episode 27 of Create Some Breathing Room. We are continuing this series on identity, and we're coming at this topic from a lot of different angles, discussing different aspects of it, and it is time for a reader review. I love sharing the books that have impacted me and really made a big difference in my life, and from the feedback I'm getting you guys really enjoy them too. So today we are going to share Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller. This book is a game changer. I love this. There are some things in the book that we'll talk about that you'll be like, well, duh, knew that, but maybe you hadn't thought of it in that way. And I guarantee there will be some things in here that you'll be like, what? So we're going to talk through a few of those. The way that Donald Miller talks about story just as a thing and the impact that story has on our lives has drastically changed the way that I live my own life. But it also has impacted how I view and try to support the lives of others just in my day-to-day walk with friends and also in my coaching business. He has really mastered this concept of story, and it shows in his books. The first several of his books are more like memoir-type books, and then his more recent books are geared toward business. Now, I want you to know the book we're talking about today, Hero on a Mission, 
is a really nice blend of both of those worlds. It's going to be impactful whether you are looking for business help or just personal life help. There's so much gold in here. As usual, I try to narrow it down to three main things I want to share with you, kind of sum up for you, and then quotes that really stood out to me and have made a difference in my life. So the first thing I want to make sure you know about this book is he is primarily covering the four types of characters in a story. And you'll think like there are tons of different types of characters in stories. But really, if you really narrow it down, there are four primary types. You've got the hero, the guide, the victim, and the villain. And he goes into each of these types. And obviously, we can all be each of these characters at different times in our lives, depending on what's going on. For the victim, I want to kind of address each one very quickly, but the victim character, this is one you don't want to get stuck here forever but you might be in this role at some time in your life. This is the character who feels they have no way out. And I can just about guarantee everyone listening has felt that way at some point in your life, but you don't want to get stuck there. And he speaks to that. Then the villain. You know, we watch movies, we read books, and you get to know the villain. And nobody wants to be the villain, right? This is the character, he describes it that, this person makes others small, which I thought was a really interesting way to describe the villain, the character who makes others small, not the person we want to be in life, right? And then the guide, um, as I read about the guide, and I thought about what this looks like in movies and in books, you know, I feel like many women try to live as guides for others, especially those in a mothering role, even if it's not biological mom. If you're in a mother type role, you probably try to live as a guide for those people that you're caring for. Um, But this is the character who helps the hero. So this is not the main character in the story. It's the character who's helping the hero. So hold on to that for me as we continue. And then the hero. We got to talk about the hero, right? The title of the book is Hero on a Mission. We always root for the hero. We want to be the hero. This is the character who faces their challenges and they transform in some way. There's some transformation that occurs. Something is hard. They get through it, probably with the help of the guide, and then they transform in some way. So some things that he presents in this book and things that I would love for us to think about and discuss. Who is filling the role of hero in your story? And I mean in your life. Because if you don't feel like the hero of your own story, of your own life, it's probably time to take a closer look and see how we can change that. What adjustments can we make? Um, I love this concept that I want to be the hero of my own life story, right? Who doesn't want that for themselves? So process that a minute. Pause me if you need to and think about that a minute. Who is filling the role of hero in your story? There are a couple quotes from all of these ideas from when he's talking about this that I really want to share. The first one, he says, to make a story happen, we have to get up every day and put something on the plot which he comes at this from a writer's perspective, 
talking about movies and books and all of this and that idea of putting something on the plot. Something's got to happen. There has to be forward movement, right? So to make a story happen, we have to get up every day and put something on the plot. Love that. And then the second one, he says, don't think you have to transform before you live a great story. Live a great story and the story itself will transform you. Ooh, I literally just got goosebumps as I shared that with you. (laughs) I think that's so good because I think a lot of times we do wait. We sit and we think something's got to happen. I've got to change in some way and then my story will change. Then my story will get good. Once I'm better, once I've improved, I've transformed, then is that's when the story changes. But he's saying, live your story, live the great story, put something on the plot, right? And the story itself will transform you. So mm, sit with that. Thank you, Donald Miller. Okay, the second thing I want to share with you It's going to sound kind of morbid, but stick with me. When I first read this, I was like, oh, Don, what? (laughs) But he talks about writing your own eulogy. Um, Yep, he went there. And there is such power when I actually sat down, thought about it, did some writing. I did it, you guys. I did the thing. And this, this idea of if you were gone, if you were to pass, what would people say? in a eulogy about you? And then what would you want people to say? What would you want to be true of this life that you've lived, of your story? And you can kind of think of this as an outline for a novel. So maybe you want things to be in that eulogy that haven't happened yet, but there's time to make them happen, right? It kind of goes with that idea of having a bucket list, which I've talked about the bucket list before. I don't necessarily have one. I have a coffee list, all the people I want to chat with. But same concept. Who do you want to have met? What do you want to have accomplished? Or where would you like to have gone? What's in that eulogy? What would it be now versus what you would want it to be? And he's got a couple quotes from the book around this that I loved that speak to this idea. He says, if we don't remind ourselves of who we want to be every day, distractions can steal our story. And that is so true. You know, the distractions are abounding. (laughs) They're everywhere. I struggle with this so much. And so this idea of writing your own eulogy, what you would want it to say, having that to reference, to look back at, what is it that I'm working towards? What do I want to end up in this that couldn't currently be there? And what am I doing to work towards that? What am I putting on the plot of my life story to move that direction? So that visual reminder, once you've actually written it down, helps you deal with all those distractions that do come up and make you look over here, shiny thing over here, or that's work. I don't want to do that. It keeps you on track, right? And then the second quote that I really loved around this topic, he says, God made you. Maybe he made you to live a story, not just watch other people live stories from deep in the cheap seats. Ouch, Don. (laughs) Live your story. Be the hero of your story. Don't just watch the people around you living theirs. So good. I see you over there. 
you're constantly doing all the things for everyone else, but when do you have time to breathe and take care of yourself? God did not create you to be an afterthought, sis. It's time to refill your cup so that you can keep pouring into others without running on empty. I'm hosting a three-night, two-day retreat for women who struggle with constant exhaustion, feeling overwhelmed, never feeling caught up, and wishing they could just escape for a hot second. I want you to click the link in the show notes, or you can head over to racheldbaker.com to join the waitlist for the Renewal Retreat. Be the first to get the details for our next retreat so you can rest, recharge, and find refuge with other women who totally get it. You can't truly invest in others until you've invested in yourself. So click that link in the show notes or head over to racheldbaker.com and join the waitlist for the renewal retreat. And then the last section that really stood out to me from this book, there are so many concepts and practical tools that he includes so that you're not just reading a book and, oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I should do that at some point. He gives you very practical tools that you can grab and use and implement to take steps forward to being the hero who is on a mission living your life story. There are a lot of extra features in here. And the book itself, if you get the actual physical book, not just the Kindle version, it may be in the Kindle, but in the physical book, I know there are pages towards the back. And he provides uh, pages for a one-year life plan. Where do you want to be in one year? Five years and 10 years. So he has kind of my life plan and has it really well outlined, things to include and think about. There's a hero on a mission daily planner. And there are some pages of that in the physical book as well. Uh, There's also a separate book that you can get. It's like a journal, but it's the hero on a mission planner. And then there's also an online planner. If you just like to do the online life and have your plans there, you can do that. Um, It is a monthly or yearly subscription for the online planner. But on that same page, he has the free PDF of those pages that you can download. So if you wanted to download it, print your own version instead of purchasing a thing, you can. Um, I'm going to leave links for all of this in the show notes. So go grab the book, grab the planner, take some action to becoming the hero of your own life story. So just to bring it all together, you know, I like to leave you with actionable tasks when we get done. So there's one more quote I want to share. He says, if we don't have a clear definition of who we are, we will live out other people's definitions of who we are. I don't want to live somebody else's definition of who I am. I want to live God's definition of who I am, my identity in Christ, my strengths, skills, passions, as he put them in me when he created me. That's who I want to live as. And this quote, I think, highlights the importance of understanding our own identity, our own purpose, which can only be achieved by creating space, creating some breathing room, right? for ourselves so that we can reflect and we can explore our passions. So take a hot second, think it through. What role are you playing in the story of your life? Are you the victim? Are you the villain? 
Are you a guide or are you the hero of your life story? And is that the role you want to be playing? And I know it sounds morbid, but I really encourage you to create some breathing room so that you can write out your eulogy. Write it out with what you want to be included. What would you want people to say? What will it take then to make that your reality? There's a couple sections from the book where he says, don't get stuck trying to pick the right ambition. The only wrong answer is to not want anything. And sis, I know you want something. I know there's something in life that you want, and it's okay to say it. It's okay to write it down. It's okay to shoot for that. So I do want to say if this episode left you feeling like there are some changes you want to make in your life, book a coffee chat with me. I would love to sit with you and talk this through. It's totally free. We can talk this out, see what your next best steps could be to make sure that you are living as the hero of your own story. The link for that is in the show notes, or you can book with me over at racheldbaker.com forward slash coaching. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to check the show notes to get links for all the resources mentioned in this episode. As always, your reviews make such a difference. So thank you for taking the time to leave those for us. Your ratings and thoughts mean so much. I love reading each and every one. As we wrap up today, please remember, life can feel crazy and overwhelming sometimes, but you will never regret taking the time to create some breathing room.